0: four subterranean waters the doctor said waving his fork nonsense does mrs dudley do all your cooking the asparagus is more than passable arthur let that young man help you to asparagus my dear the doctor looked fondly upon his wife it has become our custom to rest for an hour or so after lunch if you certainly not i have far too much to do while i am here I must speak to your cook. I must see that my room is aired. I must ready planchette for another session this evening. Arthur must clean his revolver. Mark of a fighting man, Arthur conceded. Firearms always in good order. You and these young people may rest, of course. Perhaps you do not feel the urgency which I do, the terrible compulsion to aid whatever poor souls wander restlessly here. Perhaps you find me foolish in my sympathy for them. "'Perhaps I am even ludicrous in your eyes "'because I can spare a tear for a lost, abandoned soul "'left without any helping hand. "'Pure love, croquet,' Luke said hastily. "'Croquet, perhaps?' "'He looked eagerly from one to another. "'Badminton?' he suggested. "'Croquet?' "'Subterranean waters?' Theodora added helpfully. "'No fancy sauces for me,' Arthur said firmly. "'Tell my fellows it's the mark of a cad.' "'He looked thoughtfully at Luke. "'Mark of a cad.' "'Fancy sauces, women waiting on you. "'My fellows wait on themselves, mark of a man,' he said to Theodora. "'And what else do you teach them?' Theodora asked politely. "'Teach? You mean, do they learn anything, my fellows? "'You mean, algebra-like, Latin? Certainly.' "'Arthur sat back, pleased. "'Leave all that kind of thing to the teachers,' he explained. "'And how many fellows are in your school?' Theodora leaned forward, courteous, interested, making conversation with a guest, and Arthur basked. At the head of the table, Mrs. Montague frowned and tapped her fingers impatiently. "'How many? How many? Got a crack tennis team, you know?' He beamed on Theodora. "'Crack! Absolutely top hole! Not counting milksops?' "'Not counting,' said Theodora. "'Milksops.' "'Oh, tennis, golf, baseball, track, cricket?' "'He smiled slyly. "'Didn't guess we played cricket, did you? "'And there's swimming and volleyball. "'Some fellows go out for everything, though,' he told her anxiously. "'All-around types. "'Maybe 70 altogether?' "'Arthur!' Mrs. Montague could contain herself no longer. "'No shop talk now. "'You're on vacation, remember?' "'Yes, silly of me.' "'Arthur smiled fondly. "'Gotta check the weapons,' he explained. "'It's two o'clock,' Mrs. Dudley said in the doorway. "'I clear off at two five theodora laughed and eleanor hidden deep in the shadows behind the summer house put her hands over her mouth to keep from speaking to let them know she was there i've got to find out she was thinking i've got to find out it's called the grattan murders luke was saying lovely thing i can even sing it if you prefer mark of a cad theodora laughed again poor luke i would have said scoundrel "'If you would rather be spending this brief hour with Arthur, "'of course I would rather be with Arthur. "'An educated man is always an enlivening companion.' "'Cricket,' Luke said. "'Never would have thought we played cricket, would you?' "'Sing, sing,' Theodora said, laughing. "'Luke sang in a nasal monotone, "'emphasizing each word distinctly. "'The first was young Miss Grattan. "'She tried not to let him in. "'He stabbed her with a corn knife. "'That's how his crimes begin.' The next was Grandma Gratton, so old and tired and gray, she fit off her attacker until her strength gave way. The next was Grandpa Gratton, a set by the fire He crept up close behind him and strangled him with a wire. The last was Baby Gratton, all in his trundle-bed. He stove him in his short ribs until that child was dead, and spit tobacco juice all on his golden head. When he finished, there was a moment's silence, and then Theodora said weakly, "'It's lovely, Luke. Perfectly beautiful. I will never hear it again without thinking of you.' "'I plan to sing it to Arthur,' Luke said. "'When are they going to talk about me?' Eleanor wondered in the shadows. After a minute, Luke went on idly. "'I wonder what the doctor's book will be like when he writes it. Do you suppose he'll put us in?' "'You will probably turn up as an earnest young psychic researcher, and I will be a lady of undeniable gifts but dubious reputation.' "'I wonder if Mrs. Montague will have a chapter to herself. "'And Arthur, and Mrs. Dudley. "'I hope he doesn't reduce us all to figures on a graph. "'I wonder.' "'I wonder,' said Luke. "'It's warm this afternoon,' he said. "'What could we do that is cool?' "'We could ask Mrs. Dudley to make lemonade.' "'You know what I want to do?' Luke said. "'I want to explore. "'Let's follow the brook up into the hills "'and see where it comes from. "'Maybe there's a pond somewhere and we can go swimming. "'Or a waterfall.' It looks like a brook that runs from a waterfall. Well, come on, then. Listening behind the summer house, Eleanor heard their laughter and the sound of their feet running down the path to the house. Six. Here's an interesting thing here, Arthur's voice said in the manner of one endeavoring valiantly to entertain. Here in this book says how to make candles out of ordinary children's crayons. Interesting. The doctor sounded weary. If you'll excuse me, Arthur, I have all these notes to write up. Sure, Doctor. All got our work to do. Not a sound. Eleanor, listening outside the parlor door, heard the small, irritating noises of Arthur settling down to be quiet. Not much to do around here, is there? Arthur said. How do you pass the time, generally? Working, the doctor said shortly. You writing down what happens in the house? Yes. You got me in there? No. Seems like you ought to put in our notes from playing What are you writing now? Arthur, can you read or something? Sure. Never meant to make a nuisance of myself. Eleanor heard Arthur take up a book and put it down and light a cigarette and sigh and stir and finally say, listen, isn't there anything to do around here? Where is everybody? The doctor spoke patiently, but without interest. Theodora and Luke have gone to explore the brook, I think, and I suppose the others are around somewhere. As a matter of fact, I believe my wife was looking for Mrs. Dudley. Oh, Arthur sighed again. Might as well read, I guess, he said. And then, after a minute, Say, doctor, I don't like to bother you, but listen to what it says here in this book. Seven. No, Mrs. Montague said, I do not believe in throwing young people together promiscuously, Mrs. Dudley. If my husband had consulted me before arranging this fantastic house party... "'Well, now,' it was Mrs. Dudley's voice, and Eleanor, pressed against the dining-room door, stared and opened her mouth wide against the wooden panels of the door. "'I always say, Mrs. Montague, that you're only young once. Those young people are enjoying themselves, and it's only natural for the young. But living under one roof, it's not as though they weren't grown up enough to know right from wrong. That pretty Theodora lady is old enough to take care of herself, I'd think, no matter how gay Mr. Luke.' i need a dish towel mrs dudley for the silverware it's a shame i think the way children grow up these days knowing everything there should be more mysteries for them more things that belong rightly to grown-ups that they have to wait to find out then they find them out the hard way mrs dudley's voice was comfortable and easy dudley brought in these tomatoes from the garden this morning she said they did well this year shall i start on them No, no, no. You sit down over there and rest. You've done enough. I'll put on the water, and we'll have a nice cup of tea.